Hey, this is Leilani Wolfgram, and you're listening to Bradley's House Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in, make yourselves at home as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I am your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and our host, Ms. Kelly Noel. Kelly, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you, Jared? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm not in my usual settings, so um, I apologize if my sound is a little off to any of our listeners, but uh, we've got to get these episodes out. So when I'm out on the road, we're still recording, and uh, there is no difference, Kelly. You have set up another amazing guest for us, someone that I'm really excited about talking to today. And I know we say that every week, but we always have these amazing musicians that come on and tell these great stories. Um, and this is a, a, a band that I've really really started to uh, get into over the last probably about two years now. Kelly, who is our house guest today? Tonight, we're fortunate enough to have with us another artist from the house that Bradley built. From Orlando, Florida, guitarist Jackson Hauserman from Cashed Out Jackson. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm, I'm excited. Absolutely. So I know you guys started in Orlando. Are you yourself actually in Orlando? Yeah, yeah, we started okay. in Orlando and all five of us are, are still here. Right on. And you guys got together in, was it 2014? Yeah, yeah. Some That, that sounds about right. That feels yeah. 2014. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah, so, yeah. Something like that. Tell us how you guys got started. Uh, well, so I was a uh, studio musician in town. So just uh, basically a hired gun when guys needed a guitar player, you know, if, if a solo act or a band needed um, a guitar player in the studio uh, would come in and fill in parts. And um, I, uh, I went into Greg's studio, Greg, the, you know, the, the singer of our band. And um, I hadn't, I hadn't, yeah, Greg Shields. And, and I hadn't met him yet, but I knew that he had recorded Valley Who there. Um, mm. And I'm, I'm from Baltimore. So ah. I'm like, it's, it's sort of like mandatory that you're a Valley Who fan. You, you know, like the genre and you're from Baltimore. So uh, I was stoked to meet him and um, really just you know, as a fan of the genre, really. And um, and we, you know, we met and uh, we hit it off and we started talking about forming a band and, you know, kind of just all snowballed from there. Really. Right on. Where have you been in other bands before or were you just doing session work? Uh, mainly session work at the time. I had been in just some other kind of, you know, smaller bands and uh, projects that never really got going. Similar music style? Kind of all across the board. I definitely uh, am kind of have a taste for, for all genres of music. So um, uh, all of it had a little bit of like reggae influence, but um, the other bands weren't as focused as as mm. this one yeah when did you start playing man i was to think about this one i was i think i was 12 i, I was in middle school i was in like seventh grade and 
Wow. It, it's actually, yeah, you know, it's, it's actually kind of cool because um, our the bass player of Cashed Out, uh, Joey, he, uh, him and I grew up, you know, playing music together. He grew up in Baltimore with me and he moved down to Florida uh, just because I was like, hey, man, we need a bass player. We can't really <laughs> find anybody that's like super committed. And he was like, oh, you know, I don't have too much going on. I'll, I'll fly down and um, nice. be a good fit. But yeah, yeah. And so we, we grew up playing music together. And um, so it's cool to be able to, you know, kind of still jam with him. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Good. What prompted you to play the guitar? I mean, of all instruments to pick up in junior high. Well, girls, I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's, <laughs> outside of that, I think Jared kind of hit the nail on the head, but also I liked, uh, I was a big Green Day fan when I was in uh, middle school, you know, uh-huh. and um, still am. But, uh, you know, I, I just remember listening to to Dookie. I was like, mm. man, this like this album is is awesome. And uh, the guitar is awesome. And uh, just ev- everything about this is is interesting to me and uh, kind of like inspired me to get started. And uh, I mean, it's, I, I still love it. It's uh, it's great. I love playing guitar. At what point did you decide to do it professionally? Um, I always wanted to. Um, definitely making that uh, kind of leap is is scary. <laughs> and uh, it's so uncertain. And I think that once we really started uh, gaining a little bit of momentum with, with Cashed Out, um, and uh, I felt the the chemistry with the guys and it just felt like the music was, was writing itself and it just felt so natural and organic. And uh, it seemed like people were responding to it. Uh, I think it's when we really kind of all started to look at it as, uh, you know, Hey, this could be, uh, this, we, this could really be something and uh, maybe something we should, we should really dedicate uh, pretty much all of our time to it. Uh, so I'd say probably that took place maybe a year after we started. So if we said 2014 was the start, so probably like 2015 <laughs> then. <laughs> nice. And then yeah. you guys put out your first full length album in 2017 with Law Records, right? Yes. And that was like, uh, totally a dream come true. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been a Pepper fan since I was a kid and, um, it was actually, kind of a funny story how that happened we uh, uh i cashed out was pretty much a, a bar band at the time um we had a couple like residencies in in town and um those were our gigs for the week and for the month and uh you know what have you and greg had an opportunity to go sell um cds for ballyhoo on on warp tour and he was like you know guys like i'm gonna I'm going to go on warp tour and I'm going to try to get, we had just finished the hookup and he's like, I'm going to try to get it uh, into Pepper's hands and, and see if they're interested in taking it on law. And all of us in the band were like, dude, we're going to have to, we're going to have to cancel our, our gigs. And you know, what do you mean you're going to be gone for two months? What are, you, what are we, we going to do? <laughs> and uh, yeah. And you know, and, and then two months later, you know, he, he came back and he's like, I did it. I found him. <laughs> I gave it to him. And uh, we were all, I mean, we were so stoked and uh, we still are. I mean, Law Records has been, I uh, like, 
I, I just can't stop singing my praises. I mean, they've been so helpful to us. Uh, they've been nonstop supportive of whatever creative decisions we want to make. Like the best way I can put it is, you know, their attitude is just, what do you want to do and how can we help? You know, yeah. and that's kind of always been their attitude and, um, they're, they're just the best, you know, I, 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 uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm a little biased, but <laughs> I really feel like uh, a total soft spot in my heart for law and, and everybody associated. I absolutely agree with you because Paul Milbury is one of my most favorite people on the planet. Isn't he, he a is, sweetheart? <laughs> yes, he's amazing. He's the one who came up with the whole idea for the house that Bradley built and then made it happen in a very short period of time and just has like constantly blown all of our minds over and over for the last year. He's just an incredible human being. I love him. He and is, of course, yeah. Yassad. I mean, everybody loves Yassad. Everybody right. knows Yassad. <laughs> everybody loves Yassad. <laughs> you awesome. know, I was just thinking that as, as we sit here, this is like, I don't know, out of like 30 some episodes, we've had like 24 people just say amazing things about Paul and Yassad <laughs> and nobody says anything <laughs> bad about them. It's, um, it's, it's pretty amazing. So it's just, it's a, it's an ongoing thing. Now, Jackson, I got to ask, um, where'd the name cashed out come from? Because you got a K, there's a sky comma. There's a lot of things going on there. It's not your typical way of having cashed out spelled out. So was there a meaning behind it? How did it all come to come to play? Well, so I've got some thoughts on this. So first <laughs> of all, it's like, you know, supposed to pay homage to a finished bowl, you know, um, some people think it's like, yeah, that's depressing money, though. Like that's the case. first thing I think of. Like <laughs> so the bowl's cashed. Like, shit. Maybe, maybe there's a glass half full situation going on though, you know, because then that means at one point shortly before it wasn't right. And maybe it won't be again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, the dude, as far as the K and the apostrophe goes, I wish we had not put in the apostrophe because trying like trying to especially early on trying to get people to google the band oh, was yeah. a challenge yeah because you had to be like cashed out and first of all they they're always like first thing is cash cow and oh. you're like not not quite cashed out and then with the k though and you know oh. the e that's supposed to be in it forget the e <laughs> not so much it's a, yeah yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I like I like the apostrophe. I think you're going to be happy that you went with that. It's it's going to be it's going to set you apart. I, I like it. Oh well, well, thanks, man. I I think it looks cool, and I think that's what kind of what we were going for. Uh, but as far as like Googleability, if that's a word, I think uh, <laughs> I yeah, think it's it it's been a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. And before we move on from that, can we just address the fact that Jarrett, you called that apostrophe a sky comma? Yeah, that's yeah, right. That. <laughs> Did you make that up or is that something your kids taught you or? Did I make that up or is that the technical term? What are we doing here, Kelly? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no way sky comma is the technical term. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll move on. Um, so on your, on the two seven, 2017 album, sorry, I'm still on sky comma. Um, Howie Spangler actually was on one of the tracks, right? On Being Easy? Yeah. So you went from being a fan of Ballyhoo to having him on 
your album. That's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like definitely been, you know, like my experience with this whole thing is it's been cool to, you know, get to work with uh, the guys that, you know, it inspired me to get into this whole world, you know, yeah. and, and uh, Howie is definitely one of them. And um, as are the guys in Pepper. And I mean, the list really goes, goes on and mm. on truly sublime, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's definitely been awesome. It's, you know, this has been a dream come true and, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to keep, to keep going. Yeah. That's one thing I love about the reggae rock scene right now is how collaborative it is. So, you know, you get different artists featured on different people's tracks and I think it just kind of, you know, helps to kind of pull everybody together. I think it's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a really neat aspect of, of this world and um, I wouldn't want it any other way. It's cool. Abs it's cool to get to absolutely. work with you know, guys you admire and, and, you know, then become your friends and, you know, guys you meet on tour or, right. you know, it's, it's, it's just a cool thing. And, uh, I'm, I'm lucky to be a part of it. I feel really grateful to, to be involved in this, in this genre. You guys did an incredible cover of Slow Ride for the house that Bradley built. The minute I heard it, I was like, this is phenomenal. Like you gave it your own spin, but we're still true to the song and um, but just made it very distinctive, very much in cashed out style. How did you guys decide on slow ride? So uh, first of all, thank you. And mm -hmm. uh, that was, that was one of the songs when I was telling you about those, the bar band days, um, slow ride. It was a staple of our four hour, you know, late night, bar gig set basically so when it was nice. uh, when it came time to you know like pick which song we were going to do we had we had already been having so much fun with that song especially in the like the we call it like the skit part where uh, yeah when we you know when we do it live greg had been going like do 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 with the phone you know right. and, and then we would just like say kind of whatever we were feeling that night oh, and then go great. back to the song yeah, so it was, it was, we were like pumped. All of us at the same time were kind of like slow ride, right? Like that's what we're doing. <laughs> you just knew, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. In my early years of fandom, I would listen to that song and I'd be like, man, who does this bitch think that she is? You don't, <laughs> you don't talk to him that way. I, <sighs> Get it through, babe. Well, they were <laughs> dating in all fairness, but that was not a real recording. Yeah, it better not be. That right? Okay, I've had people ask me that before. Like, was that real or was that pretend? No, it was it was staged for sure. But they were actually dating at the time. Oh, this is exciting! This is cool. This is like deeper into the lore <laughs> that, that I didn't know. Yeah, that was Brad's <laughs> girlfriend Eileen at the time. She's wonderful. Oh, Love awesome. her. So, what did you guys do to survive the <sighs> pandemic? I mean, you were just getting revved up, getting started, got some momentum, and then boom, everything shut down. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely uh, bad timing for, I mean, for everybody in the world, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, you know, we, we were going in, we had planned to do an acoustic album. So, you know, and also, we really kind of feel like we got lucky in a way, because we had just finished tour 
um, with Pepper and the elevators. And mm. that tour ended on um, in uh, Santa Cruz. So we had like a three day drive back to Florida. And like every day of that drive, it was like, when we left, it was kind of like, you know, you'd heard that there was a sickness, but it was like, oh, well, we're not going to cancel any shows though. That would be preposterous, you know? And, and then like every day back was like, oh my God, so-and-so just shut down. And, you know, and then by the last day it was like, oh my God, the NBA closed. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. And uh, so we really like just, right as the door was closing we we squeezed that tour in so we were we were grateful for that and and then we had planned to do an acoustic album and uh we went right into the studio to do that just because kind of conveniently we already had the days booked and um i think that you know really we did kind of what everybody else had time for all of a sudden which was right you know and and yeah I think that that's like one silver lining, I guess, of the whole situation is that it's been cool. Like now we're sort of in the echo of 2020 uh, musically, where all the music that got written last year is coming out now. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's like so exciting to see just like wave after wave of music. And you get to see what, you know, bands are, are capable of without any sort of, like touring created deadline you know like where you can just everybody had like a full year to kind of be creative with no sort of time frame of we have to be back on the road at this time so we need to finish this now you know so it's cool to to hear all that coming out and um we have we just released uh, a new song uh called way too high for this and we have a whole bunch of more music coming out and uh so yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of writing and um, just looking for ways to be creative as much as possible. You know, I've mentioned it as a joke a few times on this show, but every joke is half the truth. And I think that a, a lot of music fans, a lot of music fans are all sitting back thinking to themselves like, my favorite band better be coming with some fucking fire because they've had <laughs> nothing better to do than write amazing songs over the last, I mean, almost yes. two years now <laughs> at this point. And then on the flip side, I think about the pressure of, of the musicians that are trying to do that because they're also in a completely different state of mind and, and doing things that they've never had to do before with not being able to go out and tour. And so like when you're in your writing process, are you getting a, a lot of, you know, I would think being out on tour and the experiences of being together and being in the van and going to the next place, like you get a lot of motivation to write. Has it been more difficult not having those motivators? You know, I think like I can only speak for me, but for me uh, and, and the guys in cash out, I think it's kind of been the opposite. I think that the slowdown and, uh, just to have the time to kind of like get out of our own way has been really important. Um, and I think that like the inspiration tour or no tour is, is abundantly present anyway. Um, and I think that just the time has kind of allowed us to just like take a step back and, and, uh, like I said, like the get out of our own ways and, and like, make time for creativity to happen and 
Um, I, I think that it's been definitely a good thing for us. Like I'm, I'm so, so proud of, of the new cashed out album and uh, I cannot wait to put it out. It's, it's by far my favorite uh, work that, that I've ever had the opportunity to be a part of. And uh, we're just, the whole band is like over the moon excited to, to release it. So, so. And that makes sense too, obviously having the extra time to, to be creative and not having the pressure of being on the road. I can see how that could also uh, be beneficial, but I know that the fans are, are definitely excited about this new cashed out album. And it's really cool to watch, um, you know, as bands and musicians kind of progress as they're, they're coming along. Um, and, you know, for you guys to have this extra time, you know, for instance, I remember hearing an interview, um, you know, like before Biggie died and they talked about how different his second album was from his first album. And he said, my first album was about selling drugs and being on the streets and doing gangster shit. And I got money now. I'm not doing any of that stuff. So of course my new album is going to be different because I'm different. Uh, and I, I think it's, it's exciting to see as, uh, as some of these bands have progressed. And, uh, like I said, you know, I know you guys have been on the scene, I guess for quite a while, but it's been about two years now, um, that somebody shared a YouTube video in one of the groups and, uh, and I took notice to you. And then when I saw that you guys were featured on the compilation album from, from well records, um, and slow ride also being one of my uh one of my favorite sublime songs i jumped on it and kelly is right i mean you guys really nailed it and and made it the same but completely different like i knew what i was listening to but i was getting it in a in a different way and it was just uh it was an amazing an amazing tribute to that song and to the band oh well cool man i appreciate you saying that it was uh it was definitely a lot of fun it was fun and you know it's uh it's it's been like really cool to listen to all the other bands takes on uh sublime songs you know like they're they're like you said they're songs that i'm i'm so familiar with and uh it's it's just been cool to hear different versions and i love how uh off the wall and creative some of the covers have been i mean they're just like outstanding like some of my favorites uh our uh, uh, pacifiers was really good. I really liked that one. Um, I liked the elevators. I liked um, uh, the Mad Caddies. I thought did an awesome job. Uh, those are just a couple that come to mind. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you as a fan listening. It's that's been that was like really exciting for me too. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. So obviously, Brad being Kelly's brother, she always kind of, you know, looks at it a, a little different. I am a Sublime fan. That is that, you know, so I get to take that position on this show. And when the compilation album was was getting put together and coming out and being released, I, I was totally like, oh, fuck. Because I just never like people playing Sublime songs. I want to hear Brad playing sublime sure. songs. Um, and I was like, I am just not interested in a cover album. I'm just not. And even though a lot of these bands are bands that I absolutely love. Um, but when you start listening to it, you realize, and I've mentioned it on the show before that it's not a cover album. It's a tribute album. And it's no. bands 
it's bands paying tribute to a musician and a band that meant a lot to them. And in some cases that, you know, they meant a lot to Brad. So, um, it, it was really amazing to hear all of the different renditions. And when you look at it as a tribute and realize it, and there's really not a song on the album that I dislike. And when I first saw that it was coming out, I was like, there might be one or two songs I could tolerate on here, but the rest are going to drive me nuts. And that just hasn't been the case. So if you guys are listening to this, um, make sure you hop on to law-records.com, pick up the compilation album, The House That Bradley Built, um, although we've been talking about it until we're blue in the face, because it's something that I know that Kelly and her dad and the entire foundation, everyone is just so proud of and i have tried and tried to pry kelly's favorite song out of her and she genuinely doesn't have one it's top to bottom she is just so appreciative of every single band that put the time in to to do this and it's uh it's just amazing so for you to be a part of that um you know i'm sure was was awesome for you but for us as fans it was really great because again it was an amazing rendition that you guys did Oh man, I, yeah. I mean, it it definitely was uh, in honor to be a part of. Uh, when Paul hit us up about it, we were like, "Yes, yeah, of course, <laughs> yes." You know, when as as soon as possible, yes. Um, wow. And you know, it's just to you know, I mean, man, like I don't want to parrot exactly what you said, but uh, but I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, to to be in any way involved with um you know the uh universe that is sublime um is like i said before i mean it's it's such an honor and um you know sublime's music meant so much to me and and so much to the rest of the guys in cash out too and uh, i still does of course and uh you know to be associated with it and and to to you know, for this to go to such a uh, important cause, um, I think is just like icing on the cake. You know, it's, absolutely. It's, I mean, it, it's it's great. I mean, I'm really with without words. We're we're honored. Oh well, thank you so much, Jackson. I appreciate it. Now, you guys are going to be at Cali Roots next year, right? In May. Yes. Yep. Awesome. Wonderful. We're going to be there too. So I look forward to meeting you and hearing you guys play. I can't wait. It's, it's going to be great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. We really appreciate it. It's been great getting to know you, and hopefully this will give our listeners a chance to check you guys out, too. If they want to hear more, what are some of your uh, websites, social media? Where can they check you guys out? Uh, well, our, our socials are all cashed out music. And as we said before, K-A-S-H-D, <laughs> out music. Um, and then we're on Spotify and, and Apple Music and all the all the stuff. Right on. And I do hope people check you guys out. Uh, you guys have a great sound, a nice, mellow, happy vibe. It's definitely um, a breath of fresh air, you know, in these crazy times that we're having. So please keep making some great music, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Oh, thank Bye-bye. you, man. Bless. Kelly Jackson from Cashed Out was a lot of fun, and it's a lot of fun. I just like their name. It's Cashed. It's a K. There's that Sky Comet in there. It's fun to say. It's fun to talk. Cashed Out. 
Yes. I, I had a, a good time with this one. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, I checked out their tour schedule. They're going to be playing with our good friends in Badfish coming up in January through mid-March on the Midwest over to the East Coast. So if you're over on that side of the country, like Jared is, make sure you check out their tour schedule on their website, cashedout.com. It's got links to all the dates and tickets and all that kind of stuff. And I saw they're playing in Little Rock, Arkansas on Brad's birthday in February. Uh, not that there's any significance to Little Rock. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, that's awesome. It's uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of uh, a Bad Fish. That's going to be a, a good show to get out yeah. and see for sure. They're such uh, great guys and, and talented musicians. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, Cashed Out um, featured on the House That Bradley Built compilation album. Guys, I, I know that we keep talking about it, but it's because we're so excited about it. And that's why we keep having these musicians come on. We get to hear a little bit about their story. And for everybody that's been listening to the House That Bradley Built, it's kind of neat, myself included, to be able to find out a little bit more about some of these musicians. Because, yeah, there's a ton of huge named uh, musicians on there, but there's also some 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 pretty cool up and comers and uh there's some it's neat to be able to kind of hear a little bit about them as you're you're listening to the album and of course the album is available at law-records.com you can pick out up the uh, house that bradley built and you can also get information on a lot of the artists that are signed to law records who we've had right here and had the opportunity to chat with including kelly it might be time to get paul and yasad back on right Ooh, that's a great idea. They're always fun to talk with. Yeah, we had that a is great a very time. Good idea. Yeah, we did. And they've, they've got stories for days, those two. They're Plus, so much any, fun. Anytime I can get anyone on and just kind of nerd out and, and talk sublime stories with, um, I'm totally <laughs> in. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, guys, check out the, uh, the compilation album. The holidays are coming up. The house that Bradley built is a wonderful stocking stuffer. Yes. Um, so go ahead and pick that up and know that all of the proceeds go directly to the Knoll Family Foundation in the efforts to get Bradley's house up and running. Of course, you guys can visit the thenollfamilyfoundation.org. Uh, lots of awesome things going on there. Just some information about the foundation, all the stuff that's going on. You can get links for the podcast. And of course, you can click on the merch. Uh, Kelly, there's some, uh, some new cool merch items up on there, right? Yes. Just last week in time for the holidays, we got our brand new sock from our friends at Merge 4. They did this really cool sock with the Bradley's House logo all over it. Um, different from the other ones that we had before. And uh, these are really cool. My kids love Merge 4 socks. They are such big fans. Everybody who who sees the socks, touches them, feels them, goes nuts over how soft they are, how comfortable they are. And they're really, really high quality. So I highly recommend any of Merge 4's socks, but we're super excited about the logo socks they did for us. And also our friend, Mark Walmera, who's a well-known Southern California artist, did a design for us, the Bradley's House design for us as part of our artist series. And those pins are now available on the website as well. We've got um, a regular colored one and a gold and a silver and a red gold green version and an anodized version, which is super cool. So definitely check those out. Those make great gifts. Yeah, guys. And again, uh, every penny goes directly towards getting Bradley's house uh, up and going. So we appreciate all of the support. Those merge four socks. I, like when those 
merge four socks and like these socks started becoming a thing. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I, I own a million pairs of socks. Socks are socks. What difference does it? <laughs> socks are not socks. I can assure <laughs> you. Um, the first time I put those merge four socks on, I was like, holy shit, this is a, mm-hmm. a whole ball game as far as socks go. So uh, trust me guys, do yourself a favor, pick up those socks. Uh, it, it turns out that, uh, I don't know if you saw this, Kelly, but they did a, a recent survey that uh, 100% of people with feet uh, at some point will wear socks in this country. So, Fascinating. Um, yeah, Our so, tax so dollars at work doing those, that uh, research, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I've, I, I've got a deep research team for my podcast <laughs> endeavors. They, they, they come up with stuff for us here. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, so what I'm saying, guys, is pretty much everyone that you know is a possibility for a pair of Merge 4 socks. And you can get them right at the knollfamilyfoundation.org uh, and get some awesome socks. And of course, support um, the, the Knoll Family Foundation and getting Bradley's House up and running. Uh, check us out on uh, YouTube, guys. We have the Bradley's House page up there. Not only do we put uh, every single podcast lined up there, so you guys can go back in the archives and check out Miguel and Marshall and Papa Noel and Jacob and all of the amazing guests that we've had. But we also have the songs up from the house that Bradley built. Um, so you guys can check all of those out as well. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It means a lot. Uh, every day I wake up and there's a couple more subscriptions on there. So uh, it means a lot to us. And wherever you're listening to this podcast, go ahead and leave a comment. Kelly and I see them all. Uh, and it really does mean a lot for us uh, to see that you guys are enjoying this. Uh, and it also means a lot as far as building the following and getting sponsorships on board. So uh, all of that stuff is a big help for us. Of course, in the description of this show, right down there, if you guys just scroll down, you see, guys, see right down there? Okay, there it is. Yeah, right there. If you'll scroll down right to there, you can see that we got the description. You can go ahead and click the link and uh, it'll get you to everything Noel Family Foundation. So um, we can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Thanksgiving was... uh, it was busy for me. I, sick kids is is what I did mm. for, for Thanksgiving. So I uh, hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And here we are. It's it's December 1st. Kelly, we're, we're staring down. All right, Kelly. I For like the last 30 years, there's been a single day in my life that I've been staring at and waiting. And I've just been staring at it on my calendar. And for years, I've been like, wow, it's only 17 years away. Well, in 14 more years, in nine more years. And here we go. In just a few short months, it's going to be fucking 2-22-22. And I couldn't be <laughs> any more excited about this. Um, it's something that just is like, I'm, I'm circling the day. It's going to be a big day for me. So um, That's so funny that you mentioned of- that. Because I was looking on the Cashed Out website, you know, just talking about how they're playing Little Rock on Brad's birthday. And while we were talking, I'm all, oh, look at that. It's going to be 2-22-22. But we were already onto something else. And so I didn't bring it up. But leave it to you. I'm so glad you did. At some point during that day in the afternoon, it is going to be 222 and 222, 222. And at that exact moment, nothing could be wrong in the world. For one minute, everything will be completely right as all of those twos are perfectly lined up. So um, we're, we're looking forward to jumping into, uh, into 2022. Of course, we still have some great episodes coming your way for the rest of 2021. And then uh, we're going to come into the new year and we're coming in fucking hot, guys. We so, are. Uh, so get ready. We've got some big guests, some big shows, lots of cool ideas. 
Cali Vibes is coming up. I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. Um, just a lot of a lot of awesome stuff to look forward to. So thank you guys so much, and uh, stick with us through the holiday season, and uh, keep enjoying Bradley's house. We'll keep enjoying doing them for you, Kelly. Obviously, at the end of every single episode, we like to leave a uh, our listeners with a song. What are we going to hear this week? Well. Obviously, we're going to hear Cashed Out's cover of Slow Ride from the House of Bradley Bill. Guys, thank you so much. Until next week, I'm Jared Orr. She is Kelly Noel. We are out of time. You don't have to go home, but it's time to leave Bradley's house.
love.